Hi everybody, this is Ray Otis and you're listening to Plundergrounds. Today we're going to change things up a little and talk military science fiction. I have this crazy idea about running a military science fiction one-shot at GaryCon 11 this coming March, and I wanted to talk about it. Whether I actually run it or not will be up to how well the idea gels in my head in the next month or two. But let's talk literature and systems first. As far as I'm concerned, there's only a handful of really first-rate military science fiction books. After that, there are scores of decent ones, but they all kind of feel the same to me. Here are my big three in reverse order. Number three, Hammer Slammers. I still love the first collection of short stories in this series. Um, if you don't know these books, Colonel Alois Hammer is the commander of a mercenary tank regiment. The stories are all good, but as I said, I'm still particularly fond of the very first collection. The stories are written by David Drake, who based Hammer Slammers on his service with the 11th Armored Cavalry Regiment in Vietnam and Cambodia. There's not a lot to say about this series other than that they are pretty immersive, cool, and realistic feeling. Not that I would know, never having served myself, but they feel realistic to me in the same way that Jurassic Park dinosaurs feel realistic, so maybe well-realized is a better description. The science fiction is near future, and you essentially have grav tanks and other advanced armor units fighting on various planets. Number two, Starship Troopers. This is probably the granddaddy of military science fiction. The book was written over a few weeks in 1959, and even though it has some flaws and some controversial, one might even say, uh, whacked out philosophical positions, I still love it to death and reread it every few years. If you've seen the movie, let me just say that the book and the movie are very different experiences. Um, I do like some of the satire in the movie, but I really don't see them as related beyond the title. Setting aside the political stuff, this is the book that popularized the idea of infantry and powered armor. So if you've seen the Expanse TV series, the Martian Marines are pretty much Heinlein's troopers on several levels. There are a number of themes woven through the book, but I guess when I first read it as a teenager, I responded most to the coming-of-age story. And honestly, whether you agree or not with the philosophy in the book, it is interesting. He makes an interesting point about a future in which only people who served in the military can vote. So, you can see why it might be controversial. Number one, Forever War. If you read Starship Troopers, you should immediately jump into Forever War. And if you've never read Starship Troopers, you should read Forever War anyway. You should read them both. Forever War is, in many ways, a reaction to Troopers. The military science fiction in all three of the books is, in my uneducated opinion, top-notch. But what I really love about Forever War is how the effects of time dilation are portrayed. Each time the main character returns to Earth, more years have passed on Earth than he's experienced in space because of near-light-speed travel. Or, to be clear, the ships travel at near-light-speed to get to a collapsar gate and then traverse thousands of light-years in the blink of an eye. So all the time dilation really happens as they shuttle back and forth to these collapsars. Anyway, each time the main character returns home, he has to struggle to adapt to changes in popular culture, political ideas, social structures, and even changes in the human race itself. If I were going to award honorable mention in literature, um, I think the next one I would put up there is Ender's Game. That's a book that I used to love, but I read it out loud to my kids a few years ago, and suddenly it just seemed kind of lame. I don't know why. It is, though, an interesting coming-of-age story um, with a military theme about a genius who learns how to command Earth's aging battle fleet of spaceships. 
Some others worth mentioning, uh, some of which I've read and some that I haven't. Heinlein's Space Cadet, John Steakley's Armor, Keith Lamier's Bolo Stories, David Weber's Honor Harrington novels, John Scalzi's Old Man's War series, and William Dietz's Legion of the Damned. I've read most of those, and they're, like I said, they're mostly good. Uh, they just don't stand out for me in the same way that Forever War, Starship Troopers, and Hammer Slammers do. As far as systems go, there's only a handful I've really considered. I don't want something heavy for a one-shot because I want to get an idea out there rather than waste time teaching people a game or going deep into a system. So here are a few that I find interesting. Diaspora. This is one of the only Fate-based games that I'm even tempted to run again. If you want to hear me rant about Fate sometime, just ask. In a nutshell, I don't think the zero-centered dice fit well with a cinematic game. They do, however, fit well with hard science fiction, and that's Diaspora. Having said that, I've run Diaspora, and something about it just doesn't really click with me. So that may be a problem between me and the system, because I love the book, and I love the system as written. It has a lot of nice bits in it, and it seems really juicy to me um, as a hard science fiction system, so I, I think I just haven't clicked with it yet. Uh, another one is 316, Carnage Amongst the Stars. This is a great little game and would probably be the best choice, honestly. In the game, your characters only have two stats, fighting and non-fighting. The game is a straight-up bug hunt. Though the aliens have different forms, you're pretty much always there to exterminate and get out. 316 is mission-oriented, too. You generate a planet, a threat, and a mission, then go through a few scenes to complete the job. But at least half of what's cool about the game happens in between the planets as you get judged by the higher-ups, leading to medals and ribbons or maybe even a reduction in rank, and you become more or less disillusioned with your home planet and your service to it. Stay Frosty is probably the game that attracts me the most. It's a very simple game built on the chassis of the Black Hack to do military science fiction and space horror. The titular mechanic is about keeping your cool when things get foobar. Mothership is a newer entry into the field that is much like Stay Frosty, but has a more robust suite of mechanical tricks up its sleeve. Stylistically, the book is fantastic, the art is cool, the character sheet is great, it just has a really nice feel, but I'll admit, the system is a bit intimidating. I'm not sure I need something that mechanical. And I should say that it's like Stay Frosty in that it is a very small rule set. In fact, Mothership is more like a zine than a rule book, but there's a lot packed into the few pages of Mothership. Honorable mentions here would include Matt Jackson's micro game, Edge of Space. That's a game that came out quite some time ago. It all fits on one side of one page that's folded into a pocket mod. And if you don't know what that is, you can look it up. But it's basically a sheet of paper folded cleverly into like a little booklet shape. But after saying all that, talking about literature and systems, you still want to know what the hell is this idea that I'm talking about? Well. I want a platoon story. I want to tell a platoon story so that every player is a character in a platoon and at the outset every member of the platoon has a character sheet whether someone is playing them or not. I suspect I would make the PCs each in command of a small battle group so that they would have a few NPC specialists on hand. I want a uh, troop style play so that if somebody dies in the middle of the session they can just immediately pick up somebody else that is there in the session already as, a, as an NPC and it's an extra character, if you will. Not quite an NPC, because I'm going to have the players sort of control that group of characters, so it's kind of a co-owned character, a co-owned set of characters. 
The idea is that we would go through three missions in that four-hour session, each at a different location and with a good deal of time in between. So the missions would be super hot and heavy. We wouldn't play like start to end of the mission. I would, might just jump right in media res into the middle of like a key fight, setting it up a little bit with some background questions and playing out a key battle, or or I might you know play through a whole little scenario, but just to give them a feel for that mission. And then in between, I would introduce some increasingly dramatic changes to their world. So the missions themselves would involve some physical and psychological horror. And if there isn't some kind of stat for losing your cool, I would bolt one on. And in between, there would be kind of social dynamics happening. Problematic new recruits, uh, reinforcements, uh, new commanders, good and bad. Changing political climates, such as the enemy is now fighting as an ally beside you, etc. The goal of this one shot would be to create a real feeling over the course of four hours of intense play that the players had been through a war or a major part of it. I wanted there to be some character growth with the one shot. I want some good memories and bonding. And yeah, I'm asking for a lot, <laughs> but I think it's achievable with a half decent setup and a good group. And I think that even if some of the more poignant stuff doesn't happen, the whole experience would still be a lot of fun. So I guess this gets us to the homework portion of the show. I often give you, my wonderful listeners, an assignment uh, should you choose to accept it. I'd like to hear what you might do to pull this idea off. What system would you choose or stunts that you might pull to enhance the game, like using brass shells for bennies? Or if you like, you can recommend a military science fiction series to me. Tell me what's so great about it and definitely tell me which book I should read first. So I'm looking for some advice on maybe whether I should run this game or how I should run this game, um, whether this game interests you as a kind of conceptual pitch, and whether you think this is the best way to do military science fiction. Personally, I think I chose those three favorite military science fiction books because they illustrate something beyond straight-up tactical fighting. Now, I, I realize there's sort of a joy in doing things by the numbers and clearing out an area and with kind of military precision and working as a team and all that's very cool, too. But I, I want to get at something behind that, uh, the experience of war. And it's, it's, it's very, in some ways, ambitious for me to tackle this, again, having not ever served myself. But the whole thing attracts me. So I'd like to hear your thoughts. Until next time, I'm Ray Otis signing off, and this has been the Plundergrounds Podcast. You can leave me a 60-second voicemail through the Anchor mobile application or website found at anchor.fm slash plundergrounds. And you can find my Patreon and subscribe to the Plundergrounds zine containing adventures written for Dungeon World at plundergrounds.com. I post other gaming content, including my free micro-RPGs at jellysaw.com. The opening and closing music is You Can Use Me by Captive Portal, and until next time... Look out for Russ Monster Aliens!